As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Welcome to West Coast Wednesday here on Prospectors Radio with Kathleen Biffle, Rich Cooley, Scott Swiftwater Tony, Indiana Gold Hunter, Dennis Dayton, and your host, Tim Grimes. We hope you enjoy the show and thanks again for listening. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Prospector Radio. I'm your host, Tim Grimes. Joining me tonight, we got Rich Cooley's here. Kathleen and Shad Biffle, the Wonder of Buffaloes, and Scott Swiftwater Tony. What's going on? Woo! Woo! It's Wednesday. It is cold. It is here cold. In Ohio. Maybe it's cold outside. It's I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cry about it. Cold because I'm seeing. Um, out in uh, well, Colorado, a bunch of snow. Uh, Heck, even a friend of mine that's in New Mexico, they had about two inches of snow. Uh-huh. We've had sn- we've had snow on the east coast of Arizona from up above Tucson, clear north to over in New Mexico. So yeah, yeah cold. he lives in northern New Mexico, and he was like, "This sucks." <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming for you guys. I'm telling you. Well, no, it's not. La Nina. <laughs> Um, I did see that post, and I checked, man. I mean, it, our temperatures are pretty seasonable, I think. It's, whatever it's coming. Yeah, but it just feels awful cold. Yeah, it's, it's coming, man. Jetstream is going to take it that way. No snow, Scott. I didn't say snow. I said cool. <laughs> yeah, my koi are starting to slow down, so it's getting close to winterizing. Speaking of winterizing... Uh, camper gets winterized this weekend. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And nay. Gosh, it just—it just seems like last spring you were done winterizing. Yeah. Cool. Just seems like you summarized That's it. What sucks that lives, you know, in the northern part. I mean, you got to. Yeah, you got to. Still use it, just no water in it, obviously. Right. So. But you take it to a storage place, right, Chad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can yeah. tuck it all in. Do you like <laughs> shrink wrap it or anything, or just? Well, you don't have a giant cover for it. I think I would want a cover, but uh-huh. that's probably going to be expensive. <laughs> probably would be, I bet. One of those. Things. I like that. Do you shrink wrap it? Well, some people shrink wrap them for the winter, like boats. Yeah, like boats. Yep, protects yeah, them. I've seen that. So just go out and like put saran no, wrap. Oh, it's, <laughs> no. it's just a plastic. <laughs> It's a big white plastic, yeah. It's not shrink wrap. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, buddy, that keeps it dry. Yes. Yeah. 
You yeah, hear? it's kind of sad, but hey, weird year. I'm telling you, it is a weird year. But hey, I'm glad Scott, your temperatures are going back up because we're going to be out there in a week and a half. A week and a half. Week so. and a half. And uh, and a half. Come maybe. by your place, and you're taking Wednesday. us out. Right. Your ground. <laughs> what's the temperature, Scott? Wednesday night we'll be there. So like, right now it's probably. I mean, I got a jacket stuff on. I know it's got to be sixty something, seventy something. Oh Jesus God! <laughs> you know what? Let me let me check. Let me check. Just I'm wondering. Sixty-four. It's probably in yeah. the seventies. Is that what it is, Rich? I don't know. I'm just guessing. It says 66 in Lake Pleasant, so usually Black Canyon's pretty close to that. Yeah, well, yeah that's really close, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's still, I mean, that's pretty chilly. Yeah, you're 66 degrees. Yeah, I guess yeah. we're 52. I don't know if you need a coat, for God's sake. Maybe a flannel. just went from a, a freaking 100 to 60-something. <laughs> I, I guess we are wearing <laughs> Yeah, maybe just a flannel. Oh, no, no, Tim, it did get down. Um, it did what? It hit like 40-some degrees. Now there, yeah. Okay. Where, uh, Scott. Um, yeah, there. yeah, this morning it sucked. <laughs> it, was, it definitely got cold. Then you need a coat when it's 40s. That's what it is here. Like in the nineties last week, that yeah. is cold, and it's been what? Oh, but it's a dry cold. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dry cold. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not cold as cold. It's not <laughs> moist like it is here. Right, mo- right. we get moist cold. You get dry cold. There's well, I hope I hope it warms up a little because we're just going to be sleeping outside under the stars. Ooh, hope so. it don't get in the forties. Well, last time it did. So <laughs> the, the, the ten day forecast is saying mid eighties for your high and like maybe upper fifties, low sixties for oh, your low so temperature. Be fun, right? Yeah. Right. So hopefully it stays that way and this cold snap's done. Yeah. So so you guys are going to sleep out on your land and truck or what? Well, for a few nights, yes. Just for a few nights to uh, do a little. Uh, we have to measure things and and talk to people and yeah <laughs> go buy a shovel and pick and <laughs> <laughs> the, your reconnaissance a detector we want to make I sure am, there's no nails i am going to bring a metal detector and well, yeah. you have um, to uh, yeah i mean we, we're, we're it's going to be a long process so this is exciting to go out there and uh it's in you got to find the pins on the property, so, I mean... Yeah. need your metal detector for that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys never know. You might find a big old nugget out there. No, they won't. Why, <laughs> why, do, why do you say they won't, Scott? Why are you a... Oh, like, Scott, look what I found! <laughs> is this a flake or a speck? <laughs> yeah. I think the area is that a load. Let's, let's just say I, I know the area, and I know what feeds the gold in down that way, so... Yeah, okay. but you don't know. Like, <laughs> it could be. So, gold like, is, if we dig the coin mine, we should um, put all of that dirt in, like, pay dirt bags, unsearched, koi <laughs> ponds, ponds. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's, it's just down the road from... Columbia gold mine, Humbug, and there's a ton of other gold mines all See? over. Yeah, but you get on that old Google Maps and follow where the washes go, big boy. That's what you need to look at. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
They don't, yeah. We are going to do yeah. some driving around <laughs> and exploring because we still, you know, we still want to find a claim out there. So we're going to, uh, we've got a couple spots marked off. We're going to try to go look at and just test. That's cool. We just have to have one for sale. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you wasn't selling yours. Make up your mind. <laughs> I want to All right, Scott, it. deal. I'll take claim number one for 500 bucks. Right. That, that would be a no. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you wasn't selling them. Now you're selling them again? Yeah, I thought it was buyer's choice. I know. Well, I guess claim number one's not on the list anymore. It's just claim well, number yeah, two. Yeah, it is. I, the, I saw the advert. It's on the Facebook. <laughs> advert has changed. <laughs> advert has changed. Well, hey, speaking of what's changed, you see them gold prices? Uh, no, I no. haven't. Man, what happened? Uh, they fell $27.20. What? Holy it's at $1,877.58. Wow. That did huh. That dropped a lot. That's crazy. That's, I guess that, that people are, are optimistic about the election. Apparently. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys what. I noticed this the other day. I was sitting there watching the Dow in the morning. It was so funny because it dropped down to almost like minus 200. And without, you know, as soon as the news said, oh, yeah, the Dow's dropping down, I'm like, eh, this is kind of weird. It's dropping. That Dow went right back up. And what's funny is because you guys got to remember, people that have the big money move the markets. But it was so funny because they started going down, 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 and then all of a sudden they come back up and they went like, what was it, like forty or sixty above? Wow! Like it's what like the people. Today? Well, it's like the people. It's like the people that were pushing it down said, "Oh my gosh, my buddies didn't get in on it," so they brought it back up. As soon as the buddies got in, they go, "Okay, now we'll go, now it just went and then went back down again, hmm. back down to like minus two hundred. I went, man, there's some sketchy stuff going on in the market right now. <laughs> Well, it's with all the predictions for the election. I think it's playing haywire because one minute analysts are saying, hey, if so-and-so wins, you're going to see this happen. If so-and-so wins, now you're going to see this happen. So it's like nobody knows. It's going up and down all crazy. Man. That's next week when we get to the vote, right? right. Well, you now, but yeah, November 3rd is the official election day. Fish. We're going to actually attend. Thanks, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can't. Can I can't believe like that. Some of the rallies that I've seen, and I we had right here in Black Canyon City, which is remarkable. And I found out yesterday. I think they said it was 95 cars that was doing the Trump parade and honking horns and flying everything. And that's not to mention the ones going down the highway that's like four yeah. miles long. Well, <laughs> speaking of also going down is silver. Yeah, uh, Jim loves that it. Fell oh. 91 cents. Dang. That's a big hit. Yeah. $23.39. Bummer. Should have sold at 27, boys. Should have sold at 27. (laughs) No, it's going back up. Um, Platinum, that fell $8.42 at $870.87. Okay. All right. Now, Palladium, Palladium's the big mover right now. It fell $83.21. It's at $2,249.50. Okay. Big drop. That's a big drop. Yeah. Rhodium. Let's see. Good old Rhodium. Let me double check here. Yeah, it was 
at fourteen thousand five hundred and fifty, it fell one hundred and fifty dollars at fourteen thousand four hundred dollars. Dang, that's it, just one hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> it don't really Dude, pays it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like wiping off a penny off your shoulder yeah. with that price. I mean, come yeah. on, it could drop a thousand. It's like, oh, okay, it's still it's right? still good. Well, I will say on October twenty second, it was at fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen seven, so it's just it's really just slowly creeping down. I think it, I think it's going to hit fifteen. So it's not, yeah. I don't know. That would be. Uh, we've already hit the high. Mm-hmm. Going back to two, at least back since two thousand and five. Um, what was it? Fourteen thousand is the high. Yeah, right. previously it was just under ten thousand back in two thousand and eight. Wow. Mm. So 2020 has been a very good year for rhodium. Mm-hmm. Like ridiculously good. Yeah, they're they're using it for something good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, yeah, I'll bet. back at the beginning of the year before this pandemic, um, the price was hovering right around six thousand dollars an ounce. Wow. So if that tells you anything, so hmm, let's see who were what are some of the biggest rhodium mines out there. <laughs> Russia. <laughs> it's a collusion. Hatched a plan with communist China, released the virus, and seen rhodium explode. And more. Oh, my God. Huge. Almost triple. <laughs> Conspiracy. That is just funny. That's weird, though. 6,000 to fourteen. Yeah, you know, it is strange when you when you. Yeah, I mean, just uh, that was uh-huh. in January, February of this year. So, yeah. obviously, uh, the rhodium likes the corona. Obviously, so I wonder when the corona is gone, will the rhodium go back to six thousand? Now, does <laughs> maybe? I wonder. Like Scott, you're always on point about this stuff. You know, based on all the new phone models, is yeah. you like <laughs> ventilators, medical equipment? Oh, Do yeah. They- Require a lot of a uh, lot of uh, rhodium, Maybe. or just the medical facilities and testing laboratories and stuff for uh, viruses. Do they use rhodium in their equipment or something? In their vaccine, maybe. Maybe See? vaccine. Yeah, because it is weird to think the timing. Granted, it could have just been impacted because the pandemic did shut a lot of the mines. This is a more logical answer. Yeah, well, I mean, some of that stuff. Some of that. <laughs> Well, some of that stuff's got to be having air filters and stuff like that. So is rhodium used for filtration systems of any kind or what? I have no idea. I honestly... Why don't you do some research? Yeah, logic tells me it was because the mining was shut down and supply is already limited with rhodium. Mm -hmm. So it shot up because Mm -hmm. the supply was down. So what demand was still up. Um, But yeah. Could be. But that's the logical. I'm more interested in the conspiracy type yeah. of response. So we can get those uh, answers from Scott. He's Mr. Yeah. Conspiracy. I think Scott's the person <laughs> on this to find out. So what is it, Mr. Conspiracy? <laughs> well, like I said, it, it's got to be used for something. I mean, just because something gets like people's... If, if the price goes low, is people really buying it a lot, or is it just the fact that people's just not buying it? And then the price jumps up. So why did it jump up? Who knows? Right. Why did I mean, it jump? This has just been a crazy year. Uh huh. I mean, it could, I could be with Shad saying it could be used for some medical stuff like that, but usually, you filters and medical those are usually carbon filters. So I don't know. 
Right. Just, well, like I said, the logic tells me one thing, but my tinfoil hat I like to wear tells me the <laughs> <totally> opposite. <laughs> you know that goes to a I point. Funny with the tinfoil. I, I, I think you're right, Chad. But speaking of hats, man, we got some birthdays, birthdays. today. Sweet. Oh, nice tie-in, man. Nice tie-in. <laughs> we got to get you on TV. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it is October the 28th. Crazy. We're almost into November. I mean, anybody want to make bets if 2021 is going to be any more exciting? You know, I, I, I'm telling you what, I swear to goodness, right after the election, I am not posting another informational, nothing news thing about nothing. I mean, if people out there want to watch the news on that's your own thing. But really? You, you, yeah. You, it, All right. Uh, Who wants to do a pool? How many days it takes Scott to post something political or a news article? It won't take two days. <laughs> Give me the birthdays, dude. All right. Oh, we only have a handful for today, but a bunch tomorrow. So uh, we have Claire Ruthruff, uh, Ed Haas, Errol Babura, Mike Landers, and Robbie Miller. That's it for today. That's it? Um, oh. Tomorrow, yeah, I don't think we've ever had that few. Right. Uh, but tomorrow we have Adam Broach, Cody, Eugene Seisel, uh, Go Digit One, <laughs> John Cataret, Kristen, Mike Vier, Troy Miller, William Hallam, Willie Willis, and Zach. Okay, you uh, got to do William Hallam. That's Bill. And then. Do what was that, that one? Something from oh, today. That's Bill. Yeah, it's Bill. Cool. Well, William, Bill, come on. I didn't know. Folks. All right, we'll do. Uh, I'll I'll just randomly pick one for today first. We did Ed Haas. Um, he's from uh, Klamath Falls, Oregon. Oh yeah, Klamath Falls. So wow, West Coaster out there. Uh, he does recreational prospecting. He belongs to the GPAA, the RAC, and the Klamath Prospectors. He found the site through another forum, but he uses a dredge, a sluice, pans, a river rocker, suction tube, and metal detector. Ah, very nice. So that, that is very nice. Now, um, he's been a member going back to, wow, quite a while, it looks like, uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. Quite a so, while. All right, so now we're going to go up to William Hollum, a.k.a. Bill. Bill. Uh, He's from Bainbridge, Ohio. Uh, He does placer and hard rock mining. uh, When he created this page, he belonged to the GPAA, the Tri-Area, and of course, none other, uh, no longer open, but Bill's Pure Gold. Uh, He he found the site through the owner, so this is where it gets confusing. (laughs) He said the owner, which is obviously you, the creator, all hail creator. But the person who referred him to was or to the site was Joe Smoot, <laughs> the Colonel. <laughs> now, uh, of course, he uses the dredge high banker and then a uh, you know air compressor because he always would try to get in there in the deep spots. Mm-hmm. But he actually is on a creek with great gold for by Ohio standards. Yeah, I think the best in Ohio, right oh, there. Yeah. Right. It's, Definitely. By fall. Definitely. I mean, it's just, it's so concentrated mm-hmm. there. It's crazy. Yeah. 
That's definitely the best. Scott never had the pleasure of going there. Yeah. Nope. You'd like it there, Scott. Where's that at? Bills. Oh, oh wow. you've never been there. Mm-mm. No, no. Yeah. I mean, for Ohio standards, it's really good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, you could go down there and maybe do uh, almost a full weekend. So really maybe a little bit Friday, all day Saturday, and part of the day Sunday. And you can get three to four grams if you get on the right spot. Yeah. That ain't too bad. But which ain't bad at all for Ohio. That's great. No, no, no. You know, I mean, don't get me no, wrong. That's, that, that would be the right spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, great place. And I think that was the last time as a crew, minus Scott, we were all together and actually prospected yeah. and dressed. It was down there at Bill's. Was that when, that's when we made turkeys? That's when we made turkey video. We, and we christened Rich's custom painted dredge. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. In the Betty Hill video. Yeah. That was fun. Has that been like two years or more? I was going to say, I remember that outing, but I wasn't there. No, you didn't come. <laughs> no, you were mining. Yeah. Yep, that's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> but you didn't mind yesterday because it was windy. No, I didn't mind. Yeah, it was windy and cold yesterday. I didn't want to go down. Windy and cold. Yeah, you got to understand that you know, in here in Arizona, if you go from like a hundred degrees, ninety eight degrees down to sixty something, mm-hmm. you can get, you can get sick pretty dang easy with a good wind because it's it's going to cut through you. That's so I always I always just choose like the first when it gets cold. I got to get. Just like getting back out and digging, you got to let your body get acclimated to it. You just can't go out and move two, three yards a day and go, yeah, I'm good with it. And then the next morning you wake up and you're like, well, I can't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to work like that. Put your car hearts on and head on down there. Oh, I'm, not, I'm going tomorrow for sure. I mean, <laughs> I ain't got no, there are no car hearts. But <laughs> I'm, keep, I'll, be, I'll be down there. They'll keep you warm. You'll be fine. Get I'm like it. I said, I'm finding I'm finding gold, and I'm pretty happy with what I'm finding. Right. Some nice, nice bubbly okay. uh, flakes. Right. And, okay. and <laughs> right, funny thing is, I'm not finding a lot of what we call fines or micro gold. <laughs> I'm not finding a lot of that. No, no, it's more wire gold, and then, like I said, bubbly flakes. It's just, hey, Scott, it's pretty good. Back to shad. <laughs> It's a shad. Oh yeah. Well that that's all the birthdays, so Happy birthday. I guess we're done with that. Oh. Okay, back to Scott. <laughs> and his wire gold. So Scott Scott, you're finding wire gold. I'll post I'll post some pictures later. Oh, yeah, please. Get, please. Post. I still gotta get it cleaned out and everything, but I got I sitting here. What I've been collecting it's sitting here. Have you found any attached to quartz yet? Any what? Any of that wire gold attached to any quartz? No. You, I, no. You might. To find a chisp of piece down there would be something. I mean, I pulled a piece of quartz home the other day, and I, could, I put it up to the sunlight. There's something dark that's in the middle of this quartz. and in the, It's really oh, heavy. Really? Yeah, it's only probably about uh, the size of a 50-cent piece. Mm-hmm. And it's it's quartz, and you could tell the waters went over because it it's like it's smooth and polished. But it, you hold it up to the sun, and you can see all the way around it. But there's something in the middle of it, and it's really a heavy piece of quartz. It's a nugget. Well, I almost winged it, and I had it in my hand, and I almost winged it. And I was like, "Wait a minute, this is 
this is a little heavier than what I'm used to winging out of the hole in its courts. So what so you're saying is that I can go out there and collect some pretty rocks? Uh-oh. Oh, Lord, if you want rocks, honey, you're in the right spot. Good to know. Shiny rocks. <laughs> you got a lot of rocks. There's like there's rocks that's loaded with mica down here. There's there's quartz rocks. It's there's a quartz rock down here you couldn't even put back the pickup truck. Nice. Back? Challenge accepted. There you go, Shad. Put that on your property. <laughs> that's going in the new koi pond. <laughs> it's it's pretty big. I mean it would fit in the back of the truck, but man, it would be heavy, heavy, heavy. Oh uh, yeah, it's a boulder. It's, it's a boulder. It's gonna be heavy. It's probably pretty well, cool. Speaking of heavy, um, there is not really any local events of interest happening. You know, end of the season, a lot of places just can't meet. Right. At least they're advertising. Speaking of heavy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's heavy duty, man. There's nothing going on. American Mining oh. Rights Association. <laughs> right now, their dinner, their annual dinner, is still on. Still for on? December the 12th. That's heavy. So that's heavy. That's huge, man. Those dinners, one, are phenomenal. And they're great having food. a raffle. Yeah, always a raffle. And, like, there's right now 25, not 25 items, but 25 highly valued items. Ooh. I mean, they've given away dredges. Like, And I'm not talking about your little backpack dredge. I'm not talking about your little two-and-a-half-inch dredge. I'm talking about your five-inch dredges. Pro-line. Holy cow. Yeah. So yeah. Now they also have silent auctions where every they're running a contest. Every I'm getting to that. (laughs) I'll tell you what, Proline. That's not even your time for local events of interest. Well, I know I'm jumping the gun, (laughs) but they have a silent auction where the value of items are fifty dollars or more. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're you know pretty cool, Um, and then. They're partnering once again. They weren't able to do this before, like they had some trouble, but they're able to. They're partnering with Henry USA, uh, and Henry is providing 10 of their rifles, Henry rifles, with the AMRA logo. Oh, that's cool. And they're going to give, um, give away at the dinner December 12th. That's cool. So you got, yeah, 10 Henry lever action rifles with the AMRA logo. That's sweet. And granted, this is a big fundraiser for AMRA. Um, this really helps them prepare for the next season, you know, and all, all the cases and continuing the, the to fight for your mining rights. So if you're in the area or if you can make it to Sonora, California. Now, Shad, right. is that the one people can still buy raffle tickets for even if they don't attend like no they only did that the one year okay Um, so now pretty much you have to go to the dinner uh you know buy the raffle tickets and participate in the drawing you can't okay uh, you have to be present and go to the dinner Mm -hmm. Uh, you can find more of the specifics of the dinner the cost uh at american mining rights association uh dot com cool so, AmericanMiningRights.com, excuse me. I think um, it should be. I think it should be like that anyway. You've got to be at the dinner. I mean, I think so. With with yeah. what giveaway, I mean, it, it's pretty phenomenal. Now, as Kathleen did allude to so rudely, <laughs> I must say, I stole his thunder. Um, they are uh, giving away uh, some of their tickets to the dinner which is on December 12th. Mm-hmm. So if you go to their Facebook page, American Mining Rights Association, um, 
you can find their posts. They're looking for patriotic pictures for them to be able to use uh, for their video, which their video is filled with good humor, seriousness, successes, struggles, and a lot of funniness. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I got a picture for How do you do that again? Go to their Facebook page, American Mining Rights Association. Uh, October 26th, their post there. Uh, You could just reply to it and share a picture, a patriotic picture. Uh, that basically is going to release it and allow them to use it in their video. And maybe, I don't know how they're going to, a lucky winner uh, will get their, uh, get to get tickets to come to the dinner. So now Grant, you could still share your patriotic picture. Like us, we know we can't make it to the dinner, but we'll still share one and just say, Hey, don't draw. (laughs) That's cool. It's cool. The video is really neat. Um, it's mm-hmm. really funny, and they do a great job with it. So. <sighs> and that's December twelfth. That's two months. Yeah, away. picture or video. <clears throat> picture, but they may even do video. Uh, it's December the twelfth in Sonora, California. Yeah, but do you just post the picture on the website or is on there- their Facebook page? On their Facebook page. On their Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it don't matter. It's not a certain like a discussion or anything like that. it's just on the page. Yeah, you could share it and maybe just tag Shannon. Say, hey, look, here's my patriotic picture. Right. I got you. Got it. Scott. But yeah, it's pretty cool. It's That's cool. Though. A good way to get people to participate into the video. Uh huh. And then, um, yeah, and then possibly, hey, you know, the dinners. I mean, once you pay for your seat, um, I don't even know how much it is. I think it's 80 bucks a ticket. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, that includes your dinner, uh, drinks, mm-hmm. and a heck of a good time. All right, that is cool though. That's an awesome event. If you're out in that area, man, go. We had a good time when we went. Just it was awesome. Go if you're out. I've there. been I've been wanting to go since they remember that if you buy a table like your friends and stuff like that, you all got guns. Yeah, that's that's the ones I wanted to go to, and I never could get. I never could get the the, the one we went to, but we were kind of working covering that event mm-hmm. um they were doing that too at tables yeah where, uh, guns. yeah that's that sweet cool. though that is a cool way to do it they they're not doing that again though no no but the, they were able to partner up still, by one of their members connected with uh, henry usa which henry does a lot of fundraise supports a lot of fundraisers mm-hmm. and causes as we've heard that's cool though uh, so that that's really generous of them to donate ten rifles. Yeah, with uh, the but also put the AMRA. That's what's really cool. Up. That makes it special. Do they have a picture of it? No, not yet. That would be so. sweet to have right there. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to donate, any, you know, that's why I looked at. It. If you're going to donate to the cause, and then you also want to go to the dinner, you know, why not get you and your cronies together and buy a whole table? That's the, that's the way I look at oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean, heck yeah. <laughs> that would oh, be cool. Yeah, and. Um, Join AMRA. Yeah. We got oh, some, um, We got our little membership card. Dun, dun, dun. The new fancy it's ones. It's really nice. It's got like, it's got the eagle on it. I don't yeah, know if you guys cool. can see it. Yeah. Or not. Oh, I yeah. did post it on uh, the official page. We can see it. It's Facebook cool. Page. That is a cool card. But it looks, it looks kind of like a gold card. Yeah. <laughs> Accepted anywhere Visa is. That's right. <laughs> Scott, they said you should post a picture of you and Manny. You know, patriotic picture of you and Manny. <laughs> right? That's a win-win. <laughs> Do it. 
you and Manny holding up the flag or something. <laughs> yeah, I get. I don't think so. You don't think? <laughs> God, you have no sense of adventure. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it, Scott. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> wow, Scott, great picture. <laughs> the heck, you doing? <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? What am I doing? What was you just doing? What was you typing? You had to stand up to type. No, I didn't stand up. You crazy Your dog guy. didn't run away yet. Did like, what, what did you do? You didn't stand up. No, I just leaned forward, or went like this. You did that, yeah. Yeah, when I when I do this, that means I'm putting the light on the keyboard so I can see what I'm poking. <laughs> Why don't you go in the house? <laughs> Why ain't you in the house where the lights are on? Uh, because I don't know. Because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. is it dark out there now? Yes, it's dark now. It's dark now. Okay, it is, it is dark now. Scott, you remember clocks go back this weekend. This well, I seen. I thought they did. I thought they did it last weekend. So I was sitting here this, today, and I was like, "Okay, they're going to come on early. They're going to come on early." And then you didn't. I'm like, "Now wait a minute," because I seen like two or three posts. Like, "Oh, remember to set your clocks back," and that was like last week. I'm like, "Okay, then why, why is these idiots putting something like?" Week to so you set that. your clock back? <laughs> no, I don't set my clock back at all. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. They don't, you no. just don't have. Yeah, they don't have it. Yeah, ours don't go nowhere. That's what's cool. We shouldn't have it either. I think they, uh, yeah, they've they've shortened the window, mm-hmm. right? Because now it's what the first of November and early March, and before it was a lot bigger gap. Yeah, it's like why why do we still even? Do I know this? it's why stupid thing. Yeah, really. Why do we There's do no it? logic? There's not. <laughs> it makes you depressed. Maybe yes, I like does. to get the extra hour of sleep. It does. It's depressing. You get up to go to work, it's dark. You come home, it's dark. Uh, I know it, right? It's just dark. Now, we're, we're working from home at least until the end of the year. Uh-huh. And I, I gotta say, I love it. I bet I would too. That'd be great. I don't even like, I like it so much better than having to get dressed. Right. <laughs> and commute and do all that crap. And it's like, bah. <laughs> Drive yeah, home. Like you get extra time in your day. You really right. do. You're right because you're not doing that stupid driving and getting ready. You could just get up and fix your face and go stay in your pajamas and do your Zoom yeah. calls. You're <laughs> <laughs> up because that's all that matters, right? You're still on video. <laughs> she had, but I did wear my pajamas the last two days. <laughs> well, you should be allowed. You're home. I mean, come on. They they don't give you a dress code for home. Nope. All right. Shad, <laughs> Dogs don't judge. Not yet. Shad, you still at home working too? Uh, well, yeah. We we do work at the same, uh, for the same right. employee. But I know you do different things, so. Yeah. yeah. Two different, different ways somewhat, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Until- our worlds almost collide. It's almost going to suck, though, when they make you go back to the office. Yeah, you know? right. I don't know. You have a mental breakdown. I think I might. Have to. <laughs> I, I think I. I think I might. I have think to. I might have a mental breakdown. It's just too That's much. That's a joke. Sure. If I really do, it's yeah, not yeah. planned. It's completely a joke. Hey, I've had joking. one before. So just joking. I'm, I'm, I'm good. 
you need words of comfort. <laughs> well, it is, it's the end of the year, and um, we are a lot busier. But then it, around the holidays, it gets kind of nice. Cause oh, you yeah. Can, holidays are right around the corner. Didn't they before can- everything starts did, again. Didn't they cancel Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, that was out in California. Oh, did you hear about all the rules? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like what? <laughs> you can go to yeah, lunch. It's like okay, you you have to get the names and address of everybody who comes over. You can only no more than what three, three families, three households, three not households. families, households. <laughs> Join in one location, and you need to wear your mask. And then, when you're eating, put your mask back on in between bites. <laughs> you know what? I'm looking at it like this. I mean, if you've been quarantined for how many months? Really? Get over it. Well, if you've been quarantined and if you've been wearing your mask, then should you be okay? I would yeah. think you're fine. Yeah. Who's going? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for that now. Yeah. So yeah, who's enforcing this? rule i wonder well they're probably relying on the people's children to call law enforcement uh to perform you know report violations kind of reminiscent of you know another time period and another country i got you so what are they gonna do about christmas think it'll be the same rules oh yeah i I, who knows i I guarantee it yeah but i mean they say cases are rising yeah but yet you can go out christmas shopping but you can't have Thanksgiving dinner. I look, I look at it this way. If a family wants to get together, and there's some big families, if they all want to get together, that's great. Keep your, your nose out of it. If it's you're your... in the house and not in their party, right. you're not going to catch anything. So just shut up and mind your own business. That's right. I'm family. actually not hosting Thanksgiving. Are you guys year. going somewhere for Thanksgiving? Well, my my parents, we've been spending a lot of time helping them, and that's it's been so chaotic for us with funeral and helping them because they're selling their house Mm -hmm. uh they're moving to arizona Mm -hmm. Uh, they've already you know bought a place that where they're going to build and it's they're about to pour the slab for them so um it'll be their last thanksgiving in their house so we're gonna go (laughs) gotcha afternoon with them for a change because usually we host uh kathleen's whole family here it's a lot of work too so yeah (laughs) So we're gonna do have a little reprieve. Okay, yeah, that'll be yeah. nice. Just follow follow those strict rules. <laughs> well, we'll see them in Arizona. Well, we're not in Ohio, in California, so there's. Oh. I, I haven't any guidance here about masking. I haven't either. Bites. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I, mean, I don't know who's gonna enforce that at your house. I know. Well, right? you know what's what's really funny, Shad, is because where you live, I believe you're across the Maricopa line. Yeah, we are. We're in Yavapai. Yes. I made sure of that. If you're in, if you're okay, there's no masked memorandum up here in Yavapai. There is in Maricopa. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Well, you got two thousand cases against forty thousand. So, yeah, gotcha. Maricopa's well, Phoenix and in, in general is a massive concentration of people. Uh huh. Yeah, it's there's a it's a big giant city. That's crazy. Very, Very sprawled. Sprawled. <laughs> yeah. Me, I always I thought it was funny because when the elementary kids the elementary kids went back to school, they go, "Oh my gosh, there's a spike in COVID uh, among the elementary kids." I'm like, "They've been in lockdown for how many freaking months?" Who's <laughs> got it? I don't get it. Yeah, who's got <laughs> it? Kids, preschools, 
elementary schools are some of the filthiest, yeah. petri infested locations in the world. It's pretty bad. <laughs> they are. They're petri dishes. I mean, don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Everybody was always sick. Oh, I know. If you go to right, Chuck E. Cheese. One daughter working at a daycare center <laughs> mm-hmm. is always, always sick. Always sick. Yep. And that's always oh, like, just yeah. don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. You'll get sick from all that. It's just, just as bad as a daycare. It's, well, that's like, remember when yeah. I showed you guys that freaking, what was it, over in Europe, where they they had hoops on the freezer so you could open, like at the gas station, you could open up everything with your arm? Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, if, if you've got a runny nose, what's the first thing somebody does? <laughs> right across their sleeve. I'm like, oh, yeah, just open it up with your snotty arm now. <laughs> idiots. Makes sense. Kathleen, Jesus. you got any news tonight? I actually only have fun fact, an extended fun fact since it's Halloween. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and come back with some fun facts then. What do you think? Good. You guys in for that? I am. I think that sounds like a plan. (laughs) All right. Then we will be right back. Do you like to mine for gold, enjoy prospecting a nice crack in the bedrock, enjoy getting outdoors to camp, fish, hunt, and hike on your public lands? You plan your trip, load the gear, grab the dog, put the family in the truck, and drive off to a locked gate. A sign says you cannot enter or access your own public lands. Mining claims and public land owned by we the people are being designated as off-limits by our own government every single day. Are you concerned about the direction our government is going? Are you tired of seeing no access, no entry signs on your lands? We are, and we are fighting back. We are AMRA, America Mining Rights Association, the fastest growing small mining advocacy association in America. AMRA is a 501c3 not-for-profit formed by miners, hunters, off-roaders, retired military men, and women to stop the insanity. AMRA was formed to educate, unite, and help the small miners and public land users on their rights. Rights given to us by God. Do you want access to great mining claims? For a small tax-deductible donation to their Miners Legal Fund, your family gains access to proven excellent mining claims across America for an entire year. AMRA challenges the USFS, BLM, EPA, and the other agencies intent upon stopping you from enjoying your own lands. You are who pays these people's wages. It is time they listen to us. We need to unite. And that is what AMRA is doing. As you sit here right now, thousands of acres of public lands are being closed, locked, and blocked from use by you. Are you fed up yet? Join us. Get in on this fight and let's restore America to what our families fought and died for. Freedom. Just visit AmericanMiningRights.com. AmericanMiningRights.com. Also, check us out on Facebook at American Mining Rights Association. AmericanMiningRights.com. If you're interested in gold prospecting or treasure hunting as a career, hobby, passion, or just something you're interested in getting into, you have to visit goldprospectorspace.com. At goldprospectorspace.com, you'll find forums, chats, videos, blogs, sections on dry washing, metal detecting, high banking, and so much more. At goldprospectorspace.com. There's a store, classifieds, and at goldprospectorspace.com every Sunday night, 
at 7.30 Eastern Time, tune in to Prospectors Radio, the talk show for gold prospectors and treasure hunters. Goldprospectorspace.com is a social network with thousands of members, and everything you need is at goldprospectorspace.com. Sign up today and get connected to others who share your love of gold and gold prospecting. Let the treasure hunt begin at goldprospectorspace.com. Goldprospectorspace.com. It is time for Dredging Up the News with Kathleen Biffle. Mining news from around the globe. Metal detecting, dredging, entertainment news, and fun facts as well. Here's Kathleen. Hello, everybody. Uh, tonight we're doing something a little bit different uh, because it is the last show in October. Um, we got to take advantage of the Halloween, right? Ah. <laughs> Sometimes you forget it's the holidays when you're, you know, quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight we're just going to do fun facts. Um, I tied in a little bit of uh, Halloween and mining. Um uh, I've talked about this before, but have you guys heard of the heartbreaking story of the Yellow Jacket gold mine? There was a fire uh, in Nevada. I don't know. We may have heard about it from you. I, okay. I thought so. Um, the story behind this is haunted. Um, it's located in Gold Hill, Nevada. It was a very, very sad tragedy. Um, what happened, it, it happened in 1869. And, uh, you know, there were, it's known as the Yellow Jacket Disaster. And it was probably the worst mining accident in Nevada history. Uh, the fire persisted so much that, um, so the, the miners sealed off, you know, the levels of the mine. And uh, I guess the fire burned hot for years. Wow. <laughs> it was that hot. Um, there's tales of the mine site uh, in all the area around it that is extremely haunted. Uh-huh. So this is tonight's fun fact to, um, you know, celebrate Halloween. Cool. Okay. Um, on April 7th, 1869, uh, the miners at Gold Hill Yellow Jacket Mine, they said goodbye to their loved ones. And then they went to work like any other day. Um, they had no idea that this would probably be the last time that they you know, would see some of their loved ones. Um, is this number two or number one? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. Is this number two? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the PowerPoint guy is working. <laughs> He's messing up. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> April 7th, 1869. Um, this is when the, uh, the day before the accident. Uh, I'm sorry, the day of the accident. Later that morning, uh, an uncontrollable methane fire broke out at the mine 1800, at the 1,800-foot level, and it ended up collapsing the, the timbers, and then it you know quickly spread to the neighboring mines. The miners were trapped below with no chances for escape. Uh, families watched in horror as the mine burned, like I said, for several days. It killed more than 39 miners. Uh, the numbers actually would have been higher, but the fire happened during a shift change. 
um, they only were able to locate 34 bodies um, and they, you know, say that the rest of the miners are, are still trapped under there. Yeah. They, some say that the fire was caused by an unattended lantern, and I will share an account where that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Others claim it was uh, set on purpose by greedy men who were trying to crash the market on silver. Uh, neither theory is confirmed. What is known uh, is the day that the, the day crew was coming to work and descending into the mine, uh, burning timbers collapsed, and I guess poisonous air flooded into the mine. When the fire broke out, Virginia City and Gold Hill firefighters responded. However, the poor water pressure prevented firefighters from actually extinguishing the fire. Um, Timbering in the tunnel collapsed. uh, Timbering in the tunnel did collapse, and the fire continued, like I said, uh, I guess three weeks is is the the amount of time. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. So working deep in the earth, I mean, uh, there's a lot of as you know, hazards, you know, mining in general is, is pretty dangerous as we, we found out in um, the tragedy up in, in Nome. Um, so underground, even more so uh, accounts of the fire only exist uh, through stories, letters and articles. And here's an, an account of a, a survivor. His name was James Dunn, Dunn Levy. Mm-hmm. So um, he worked in the Yellow Jacket Gold Mine in Gold Hill, Nevada. The mine and the sister mine shafts were burled more than 1,000 feet into the earth as they extracted the silver from, uh, I guess, part of the, it's part of the Comstock load. So Ooh, that's nice. Were, what's that? That's nice. Yes. So each Lamberth of mining chamber was supported with heavy, heavy timbering, which, you know, is, was a lot of what kept the fire burning. Uh, Miners lit their work with candles and lamps, and they used blasting powder to fracture the oral ore for removal. So the story goes (laughs) that April 6, 1869, a careless miner left a candle burning on a wall of timber 900 feet deep within the mine, which eventually set fire to the supporting timbers. And this uh, blaze started a chain of reaction of disasters. Uh, Dunleavy, he was working on the 900-foot level. He was alerted to the catastrophe when he heard the distinctive crashing of falling rock. Uh, Debris was filling the tunnels, forcing and choking gases up, dust, and um, it kicked it also into the neighboring uh, mine uh, or shaft called the Kentuck shafts. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so air poured in through the Kentuck mine or the, the mining shaft, and they acted like pretty much like a bellow as it fanned uh, air into into the fire in the Yellow Jacket mine. So. Um, a lot of people risked their lives, you know, trying to save others. But, you know, Dunleavy did, did survive. And he, you know, gave an account of what he experienced uh, when he was down there. The, um, many miners, you know, had to be left behind. And the cages that brought them up in this art 
<coughs> rendition that you see behind me uh-huh. um, were were really full, so it was almost too full to pull them out. And a lot of miners did jump to their deaths rather than suffocate. So very, very tragic. Um, yeah, because you know that deep, everything's burning, burns up. So if you're below there, you're done. And, and the other mine, I guess, was the shaft was um, over down. So when air rushed in there, it was just pushing more, sure. more yeah. and more air to feed that fire. Fuel. So it was um, an inferno. Um, so fighting the flames took two weeks. And uh, because the hot gases were generated by the fire, it, it rose quickly. The fumes scorched, you can scorch your lungs in an instant, and it can cause you, um, you know, I guess you, they saw people attempting to leave while still in the upright position to pass out. So... Um, that's odd. I don't know how that happens, yeah. but um, it, it's believed that 11 miners did die, or, or they haunt the mine. Not, I mean, they a lot, a lot perished, but only 11 they think are actually haunting that gold mine. Uh, light people have said lights. They see lights glowing blue. Uh, they've got white orbs and a lot in their videos. Uh, pictures, um, mostly near the mine shaft's entrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can hear uh, the faint sound of cries that have um, been heard, you know, the miners screaming. The haunted mine is closed and trespassing is not allowed. However, you can um, see the outside of it. All that's left is the, the, the miners' incline and uh, a cabin, I do believe, mm. that's left. Um, I just lost my place. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I expect they probably never allow anybody to go back down in there because it'd be considered pretty much an aerial places as of now. Pretty much, yeah. and not pretty to much. mention it's probably very, very dangerous. I mean, you want to um, not trespass either. That's not a, a good thing. Um, just three weeks after the fire, miners actually went after you know three weeks passed, and uh, they went back to work. In wow. that mine, so they're very, very you know dedicated. <clears throat> Unfortunately, instead of treasure, um, so the men began to have constant issues with all of their machinery and equipment when they returned. Uh, they reported seeing apparitions and hearing the voices of their deceased mining brothers. Many reported feeling very ill or having an overwhelming feeling of dread when they entered the mine. The mine had uh, opened until the mid-1800s and was one of the major mines along that rich ore deposit, and it pulled out over uh, $10 million during its lifetime. Wow. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prosperity flourished for the mine between 1868 and 1888, um, where it extracted a steady supply of ore, and it hit it's peak out of almost 300 people working in the mine. Um, so the famed abandoned yellow jacket gold mine is located on, uh, in the gold Hill area of Virginia city in story County. You're wondering mm-hmm. gold Hill is widely believed to be the, one of the most haunted places in Nevada. Uh, the nearby Gold Hill Hotel and Saloon. I know I've talked about this before. Um, that hotel 
paranormal activity. <laughs> Shut up, Rago. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Hugging me, man. Like, get off me, dude. Let me see. Hang on a second. <laughs> Sorry, I tell you. Puppy break. <laughs> hey, Puppy where are you going break. now, huh? Where are you going now? Watch y'all focus for a minute. He'll come right back over. There he is. Oh, there he is. He's okay. <laughs> oh. oh, I can't wait to see him. <laughs> he's getting to be a handful anymore. He's like a... Okay. Yeah. He's a terrible All right, so sorry about that, folks. Back to uh, the Gold Hill Hotel and Saloon. Free <laughs> many. <laughs> we are digressing. We are. bite. <laughs> All right. So the Gold Hill area, where the Yellow Jacket Gold Mine is located, there is a haunted hotel, uh, and they say around the area that the ghosts come out full force on the anniversary of the fire. Visitors to the mine have reported seeing the the blue and white orbs, but um, they they think that it, it is the uncovered miners that are still in there. Also, a theory is that there's an abundance of quartz and magnetite in the area. And there are many studies that suggest that these two minerals are often found in areas with high paranormal activity. Hmm. Nearby, the Gold Hill Hotel was a common place for miners and their families to stay. It included a miners changing cabin that was often used as a break room. Um, It was also very... Uh, it, it was it was also very probably the last <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to type it was probably the last place uh, that the miners visited before their gruesome deaths that terrible night hotel visitors report having seeing ghosts of um, an extra card player at their gambling tables and seeing doors, chairs, and drinks being pushed or moved. And they report a smell of strong perfume uh, without being able to locate the source or hearing footsteps outside their room. So many have heard talking or furniture moving, thinking that the room next to them was, it was just a guest only to find out that it was empty. Um, one of the, the another popular theory that I, I just brushed upon is that, that quartz and magnetite, I, w- I looked up that information and, and I found some interest, interesting things. Um, they, they say that quartz and magnetite, it, it's actually common. Uh, so when a ghost spirit manifests itself, it alters the magnetic field around these minerals. Another theory is that the ghost spirit can draw in the energy from a high magnetic field mm-hmm. using the energy to manifest itself. Thus, the theory that certain minerals, such as quartz and magnetite, can cause some type of a residual haunting isn't really that far-fetched. Uh, minerals like limestone, quartz, magnetite deposits supposedly hold information such as an event that may have happened in the area um, in history. So when the information is released, they call that a residual haunting. So residual hauntings, um, they're not they're not intelligent hauntings where residual haunting will not interact with people. Um it's basically just 
it, it could happen if there was you know great tragedy uh the energy around there and and with you know this area being full of minerals uh that probably causes a lot of uh, paranormal activity right a good example of these types of residual haunting it would be gettysburg so as you know that there there are just a ton of stories of tourists walking around and experiencing things um, on the anniversary of the battle. Uh, I know when we were in Gettysburg, we even found some, um, we took some really cool looking pictures of of what was there. Um, So, you know, because that area was imprinted with all of that, and the tragedy that is why that place that place experiences residual hauntings i see makes sense yeah it's kind of like a tape recorder that keeps playing the information over and over again right so that was not only that but if people believe it's haunted it's gonna be haunted Mm. yeah this is kind of somebody's picture you can see that's like that's one heck of a stone man i'm telling you do you see the, yeah, the white the, dog? The mist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a picture somebody took. Uh, that's in Gettysburg. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> could it be possible that these minerals, uh, quartz and magnetite, here's a piece back here, um, can they hold this information? So, magnetite and... I guess the sand in the the beaches along Long Island, New York, contain a lot of magnetite. If you took the sand, as we know, um, there's some magnetic properties in, in our black sands. Um, that's how magnetite is. It's really highly magnetic. Uh, in the paranormal field, there are a few theories that are based around magnetism. One of the theories is that when a ghost, and I, I, I think I... Um, told you about the, the magnetic field. So it's not, not surprising that this mineral could attract some energy. Gotcha. Um, there are many theories related to these high magnetic fields. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle, for example, that's another one where mm-hmm. the magnetic fields messes with uh, people's instruments and uh, ships and planes are become missing. They basically are lost to time. So that's probable. Quartz, on the other hand, is actually one of the most common minerals that are around. When crystal quartz is cut at exact at the exact angle uh, to its axis, axis, not axle, <laughs> it, um, pressure on it generates an electrical charge. So this effect makes the quartz a great usefulness in radios, televisions, um, radar, things like that. Uh, quartz has the properties to possible, ge- possibly generate residual haunting because it acts as a basic transmitter, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, so it may be possible that people thought that uh, limestone was a- another conductor of this parent, this energy, but in all reality, I guess quartz, you can find quartz in limestone. So maybe it's a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, I see a lot of these rocks. Oh, yeah. Lots of those. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I always pick them up because they, they, I don't know, they look like little speckled eggs or something. <laughs> now you I know. want too many rocks. They hold negative energy. <laughs> okay. So the upper shaft of the yellow jacket mine has since been safely fenced off to prevent any accidents. While most of the mine is closed, the few, the few people who ventured into the more accessible tunnels were um, hearing these uh, frightening cries from the miners. All that remains in the mine is the wooden incline chute in the head frame. At the base of the hill is the miner's cabin, which once served as a break house for the miners, like I said. However, today it is considered to be part of the Gold Hill Hotel, and they do rent that out to guests. If you ever want to stay there? You can take a hike um, from the nearby Gold Hill Hotel to the mine. Uh, and that's, I guess, where a lot of the paranormal activity is you know, recorded and seen by guests. Reports of the um, miners' ghosts wearing work gear outside, especially around the anniversary, um, are, they almost always encounter something um, like that. The, the lore of ghosts in haunted locations bring many visitors to Virginia City. Uh, I want to go, and when we move, <laughs> um, we'll definitely be making a road trip. <laughs> the, the hike from the haunted Gold Hill Hotel to the now abandoned Yellow Jacket Mine is one of the um, favorite things to do down in, in Nevada. I wonder how commercial it is, though. I don't know. <laughs> Be, I don't know. Still be cool to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like Gettysburg, those those were really commercial, but it was pretty cool to go see um take the tour of the 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 streets of Gettysburg where you actually saw the bullet holes. Right. Um the battle that strayed into into town, so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever are in Gold Hill, um uh, you know, pay your respects to the men who died in that yellow jacket mine fire and maybe their ghosts will be easy on you. Pretty cool. Happy like Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> when is Halloween? Anyway, the thirty first, buddy. Oh okay. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Which is when? Saturday. Saturday. Happy Saturday. I do want to go Saturday's when we have wars. Saturday's when we was gonna have Halloween. Okay. Right? Are we having it? Or? I don't even know if they are. I didn't even bother getting candy, though, because of all the rules. Right. Yeah. I just don't. I, you know, I don't want somebody getting sick and like, oh, I got this candy from here. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not even going to risk it. And that's <laughs> Dude, I'd, be, I'd just be like this. If you're brave enough to come and knock on my door, ring my doorbell, chuck a piece of candy in the bag, say, oh, great no, to no, see you. You're it. not allowed to do that. allowed to do that. You're not allowed to put it out in pots, like just get candy and go. You're yeah. not allowed to do that. But yet on Halloween, everybody wears masks, and then but yet you could go into a restaurant, walk five feet, sit at a table, take off a mask. That's because when you sit up down, here. yeah, the coat don't COVID's above your head. Then right, <laughs> didn't the coat? I, I, I seen a meme the other day, and I still think it's funny. It said, "Wearing a mask inside a restaurant to sit down and take it off." Is like having a pissing section in a swimming pool. Okay. <laughs> Remember the non-smoking sections? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the restaurant. Kind of the same thing, ain't it? Hey, that little barrier wall. Here. What the hell? 
They really did keep the smoke in there, though. Oh, yeah. I used to to serve tables uh, at the Cracker Barrel when they used to have that smoking section. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Man, oh, man. How times have changed. Give give them back the smoking section. It'll get rid of the COVID. Right? It'll be interesting. Yeah. But, um, unfortunately, um, I just... They've ruined Halloween. They have. <laughs> and they'll ruin Thanksgiving. And Yeah. I don't see how they can ruin Thanksgiving as much as, like, Halloween and Christmas. Well, maybe yeah. not so much Christmas, but I, I don't know. know. We'll see. Like I said, when, when it comes to Thanksgiving, people just mind your own business. That's right. Business. And go out and find gold and treasure and detect and... That's right. Social distance that way, right? That's right. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right, Kathleen. Great segment. Enjoy. Hey. Enjoy the Halloween ones, the spooky ones. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. All right. <laughs> so I guess on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. We want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Don't forget to join us Sunday at seven thirty Eastern Standard Time. Where we're going to have a guest. It's going to be Pioneer Pauly. Is going to be here. Pioneer Pauly. So. Hope you can stop by and check that out. Till then, I guess we're out of here. Have a good night. Good night, gold diggers. See ya. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 7.30 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com. Now, as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.